Hey everybody, and welcome to the Paychecks Business Series podcast. My name is Gene Marks. I'm a certified public accountant and regular business columnist for a bunch of publications that you probably know, like The Guardian, The Hill, Forbes, and Entrepreneur. But more importantly, I am a small business owner. My 10-person company provides financial and technology management services, and I'm always in need of expert advice. That includes real-life advice from real-life business owners like myself on how they're handling the challenges of running their small businesses. And that's what this podcast is all about. Today, I am speaking to Bob Stone. Bob, are you the founder and the owner of Champion Technology? Do I have that right? No, I'm the current owner. My father started the business in 1984. Family-owned business. Yeah, me too. My business as well was originally my dad's business and then uh, kind of started up with him. Is your dad still around, if I can ask? Yes, he's still around. He still uh, helps me from time to time. Good. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. What, so where are you guys based and what do you guys do? Well, I'm a sole uh, member LLC and it's Champion Technology out of Terre Haute, Indiana. We do cash registers, point-of-sale systems, credit card processing, integrated, and a lot of service support. And supplies. Got it. So you sell like point of sale systems and, and the supplies around them, I guess. So you focus on retail and your customers, I guess, all around the country? Um, actually, our customers are within Indiana and Illinois, basically. Um, I could sell around the country if I wanted to, but there are some territorial issues yeah. with the uh, vendors. Got it. All right. So you resell like vendor hardware and software and then you implement them, correct? Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we do similar stuff. I mean, we do, I do CRM systems, you know, like Salesforce and Microsoft Dynamics. We have the same thing. We've got vendors that we represent and then we resell the software. Then we we provide like the setup and the training and the support and all that. So I think you and I do very similar stuff. I see. Yeah. Uh, How many people in your company? It's just me and my wife. She works part-time with me and part-time with the bank. Got it. And are you employees of your company or do you just take the cash out of the business? I am an employee of the business. She is not. Got it. All right. Fair enough. So you've been doing this way. Your dad started this in 84 and then you took over from him how long ago? I took it over in 2009. And what did you do in a prior life? I was uh, right out of high school. I was uh, worked at a print shop in a small town of Farmersburg with a thousand people. Right. And uh, I did that for 15 years. Then I went and bought a print shop of my own in Western Oak, ran it for five years and sold it. And then I went back into the family business and took it over. And here you are. And yeah, here and I am. I had a similar thing as you in the sense that I, um, I mean, I worked at KPMG, which was a big, you know, accounting firm. And then I worked as a controller for a company. And then my dad had his business, uh, which was selling software at the time. And it's not unlike you. And uh, I don't know, you know, I just, he's like, hey, you know, this is, this is a good business to go into. And it's right there. And, and it just seemed like the natural thing to do, you know? All right. Okay, so we're, we're talking now. It's like the last week of April. Um, you know, you and I have talked before. We've communicated before. Uh, all this coronavirus stuff that's going on. What I mean, you sell products into retail customers. So I got to imagine you have been significantly impacted by what's going on. Correct. My main clientele is restaurants and bars. I would say 90 to 92% are restaurant bars. The other are retail. So I got hit on both sides of it. Um, So that, you know, the main thing of buying point of sale systems and uh, all of that was just, uh, you know, just dried up. Um, I was down almost 60% in the last, uh, in March. And then in April, I'm down about 70%. 
The only thing that has saved me is some of them are still open for carry out. So I do get some supply business from them, but any service calls they're wanting to do over the phone. So yeah, my, my big ticket items are, uh, have just, have just dried up. I believe it. Yeah. So what have you been doing, Bob? I mean, you know, when you have that kind of a drive in revenue, how have you been navigating your way around that? Um, just relying on what I had uh, put away for a rainy day like this. Uh, yep. My dad always told me have uh, at least two months, maybe three months in reserves and trying to uh, get by with, with my bills, my business bills that way. Um, the Paycheck Protection Program, that, that turned out really good for me. It takes care of my personal bills because it does afford me to be able to pay myself. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't do much on the end of uh, the business bills, the cars, right. the maintenance on them, things like that. So tell me about the Paycheck Protection Program. How long ago did you apply for it? Um, what was that like? And, and you know, how long did it take for you to finally get money? Well, I applied on April 6th, thanks to you and my brother and my local community bank here. Good. Then on April 8th, I got an SBA confirmation, um, which I didn't even understand what that was to begin with. Um, then my brother was giving me the information on that. And then April 17th, I finally got the, uh, the cash, which is, it's much deserved. And I appreciate it because a lot of times when the government comes out with something like this, it doesn't mean a small guy like me gets any of it. It doesn't mean that the, uh, sole proprietors or gig workers or any of those people get any of it. It, it usually means a big business gets most of it. So I was pretty happy that, that it did include us this time. It's funny. So one of the big things that you did is you got an early jump on this. I mean, the, the CARES Act passed on March 27th and you were applying, you know, really like a week later, by April 6th. So that must have gotten you ahead of the game compared to a lot of other people that are playing catch up. Yeah, I tried as soon as it was open. April 3rd, I think, is when it became available. Right. I tried to do it that day, and they ended up needing some different documents for my bank. So, But I, my hat's off to uh, Terre Haute Savings Bank. They, they, they work with me. They work with, they're working with all their customers, and they did an outstanding job of keeping in touch with me, letting me know where things were, and I appreciate that very much. Yeah, it's good to hear that. So it's Terre Haute Savings Bank. Is that what their, that's their name? Correct. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, I've been hearing that. You've been seeing us on Twitter as well. I mean, so many community lenders, um, you know, community banks, independent banks have done such a better job than the larger banks. But then the other thing that you also did is you you did you surrounded yourself. It seems like with some advisors as well, right? Correct. My brother is a, he's a vice president of a small bank in in northern Indiana. Now that helps. So he he helped me a lot through there. And I you know I seen you on Fox and Friends and. I was like, I got to talk to this guy. So I emailed you. And uh, then my wife works at Terrell Savings Bank part time. So hmm. um, she had a she had a couple people that I could talk to up there. That's great. It's good to see you work in the system and doing it. So you got the money in. And I guess that you know, the Paycheck Protection Program is it's been the loan itself has been covering your cost of payroll. And I guess, um, you know, if you've got some utilities, do you mostly work out of your house or do you have an office? I work out of my house and I don't have an office anymore. We closed the office in 2009 when I bought it. Our walk-in business was not as much as it was when my dad owned it because of the internet. And so we didn't, we didn't feel like we needed that added expense. Yeah. So well, I, I had the same thing. Home. I had the same thing. We had an office as well up until about 10 years ago and I shut it down for that reason. People were just, were not coming in anymore. All the workers done online or at on site at clients, you know? Right. But you've got some, 
little bit of you know, rent or mortgage interest you'll be able to allocate to this you know, for forgiveness as well as uh, a portion of utilities as well, whatever you're using uh, for work in your house. Correct. So that's good news. And so that was you know, early April. So you've got another full month of doing this. What are you doing to keep track of these expenses as well? And how do you think the whole forgiveness part of this is going to go? Well, I'm hoping it goes fairly smooth. It's better than the rollout. But um, I, I notified my accountant the day that I got the um, PPP money. Right. Let her know I had the money. Let her know um, that I was going to start at keeping track and that anything she could do or hear down the line that I needed to do to verify to them that that's what I used it for, I would appreciate it. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Bob, you mentioned at the beginning of this conversation that your dad had told you to have a couple of months of cash on hand. <laughs> tell, me, tell me a little bit more about that and how important that was when something like this happened. When I first took it over, he, he, uh, he kind of took me aside and told me the ins and outs of it and helped me get going. And it's very, very important to have that money. It's really hard to accumulate that money when you're working on such small margins. Right. But when you do get the bigger orders and you do get some nice margins in there, you need to start tucking some of that away because something like this that was totally unexpected. You know, I had my best February ever. <laughs> I was rolling usually in uh, November, December, business slows. You know, you get you get about a, an average month out of them. And then in February, it starts to turn around. Well, late January, early February, I was having one of my biggest Februarys. I mean, it was a nice month. And I thought, well, here we go. We're going to turn the corner here. And then this happened. So it was. it's very important. And I appreciate him helping me with that and trying to figure out how we can uh, sustain through something like this. I don't, I don't honestly feel it. My business is out of the woods yet. Right. Um, I figure it's going to be six months to 12 months, and that's pretty optimistic uh, before I can get back to level ground. Yeah, I have a similar feeling, as well, particularly for your business, which sells into retail. And so what, do you have any, what are your thoughts for making it through the next six to 12 months? Do you think you'll have enough cash to do it? And are you planning on anything else to make sure that you stay afloat? I think I can do it. I think I can, I can manage to do it. Um, pretty resilient. I had a couple of deals going before this all happened. And I have since made contact with these clients of mine and they're still going to follow through with them as soon as we get back open. So those things are going to help me. Yeah, it's good news. I mean, it is hopefully, you know, it won't be six to 12 months. Hopefully we can be a little bit more optimistic than that, but I do understand um, how you feel that way. So listen, Bob, I mean, so the takeaways from this, you had cash in the bank, two to three months worth, which was turn, you know, it's a vital thing for businesses to have to navigate through their, through any type of economic downturn. Um, you, know, you told me when the federal relief became available, you jumped right on it, which is, and you were persistent about it. You worked your network um, and you also have some advisors helping you, your accountant, you know, your banker, um, you know, your outside resource to make sure that you're able to apply and get those federal relief funds and you're staying in touch with your customers. You've got some, some projects there that were put on hold, but hopefully they'll start back up again. Bob, I really appreciate it. This, it's great information. It's a great story that you have. I'm sure you'll be fine. You've been fine before and I'm sure you'll make through it. So um, we will stay in touch on this. Okay. Hey, thanks, Gene. Thank you. Everyone, for more information about what we discussed today and other coronavirus questions and topics, please visit the Paychex COVID-19 Help Center. 
The address is paychecks.com coronavirus-resources. Thanks for listening. See you next time. I've been talking to Bob Stone, who is CEO, uh, an owner of Champion Technology in Indiana. Bob, again, thank you very much for your time. Thank you all for listening. And uh, we will talk to you and see you again next time. Take care. This podcast is property of Paychecks, Inc., 2020, all rights reserved.